Today we're going to finish Masechta Avodah Zarah with Perak Hay, Mishnah Yud Aleph, and Mishnah Yud Beis. Opening up with the introduction to Mishnah Yud Aleph. There were no egg to smear the gas, the vat, with zevas with tar. So the wine does not leak through the cracks in the vat, so they smear it with tar to seal up the cracks. And in order to remove the smell of this tar, they put a little bit of wine in the tar. Now the mission is going to teach us. Gas. How, how do you mash, how do you make kosher this gas, this vat? When the guy smeared it with tar, because there's a concern that he put into the tar. Umona, Mishnah, the Mishnah is going to discuss three different types of gasos, three different types of vats, where the halachas the halacha will, will vary how you kosher them. One is the gashel evan, gas of stone, gashel eitz, gas of wood, and gashel cheres, gas of earthenware, says the Mishnah. Gas shall even shizifsa goy. You have this vat made out of stone that the goy smeared it with tar. There's a concern that the goy put yain nesach in the tar to remove the smell, like we explained. So menagva, the Gemara explains that you wipe it with water and ashes, and then yafshi let it dry. and the gas is now kosher to serve for a zol. Shohel v'gasa. So yeah, since the gas is made out of stone. It's not going to absorb in a bolan It will not absorb the wine that you put into the zefes, into the tar that you're smearing it with. It will not absorb it. Therefore, it's enough just to wipe it with water and ashes alone to make it kosher. Mishal eats. If the gas is made out of wood, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi says, uh, just again wipe it with water and ashes, just like the gas of Evan. Because the gas of eights is also is not going to be bolea, the wine, inside this uh, mixture of tar, and therefore it's enough to wipe it with wine, uh, with, with uh, mayim and afer, water and ashes. Um, the Chum says, no, giklef as a zepes. Now here you got to uh, peel off the tar, and then give it a wipe. But if you should gash, it's because a wooden gas, tzricha harbi zepes, it needs a lot of zepes. And the guy would put more wine in the zephas, more than he put into the uh, gas of Evan. And therefore, first you have to peel off the zephas, and then um, you'd have to, um, then you have to wipe it down. Okay, and the Lacha follows it like the Chum. So the Chum argue on Rebbe. Rebbe argue on Rebbe. Rebbe is a Yehuda Hanasi. And the Lacha follows like the Chum in this scenario. Vishal Cheres and a gas of Cheres. Even though you already peeled off the tar, it's still going to be forbidden. Why? Because Kharis itself, aside for the uh, tar, it's boleh, it absorbs the wine. Even after the zephas is peeled off, it still has the taste of wine, it's balua inside the gas. And therefore, it's also for Yisrael to be direct, to be pressing in that gas. But it doesn't help to wipe it. After you peel peel off the tar, because the cheres in a pullet it will not uh, spit out as habalua that which is already absorbed in a nigav through the wiping. Ella takanti he wants to takana either eroy. What you have to do is you have to fill it up with water for a period of three days, and during those three days you have to empty it out and fill it back up every twenty four hours. We touched upon this back in Parak Bays, and the Mark explains that the Mishnah is talking about a case. Where Kishelodarach had goy because the goy was not pressing in the gas. 
If the guy was pressing in the gas, I feel he shall even if the gas is made out of stone, if he was actually pressing in it, then you have to do clip or you have to peel off the tar and then do the uh, do the wipe. And Mishnah Yud Beis, we also have an introduction over here. La'ach Shalmanu, after we learned the previous Mishnah, how your machshir a gas shezifs the guy with the guy smeared with tar, and there's a concern you put a little bit of wine and tar to get rid of the flavor and that wine get rid of the smell. I'm sorry, and that wine is yani nesach. So now our mission is going to discuss How do you make kosher a kli of a guy that you that you know it was used for bishul, uh, it was used for eating and for drinking? How do you make a kosher? So kelim elah sermahim mishum geulei gaim. These kelim are going to be usher because of geulei gaim, meaning they shablu abahem tam shel iser. Excuse me. The kelim have a tam of iser in it, and if you have to kosher it, and mishdam shem bahem yisol and yisol uses it. The time of Israel will be pulled, it'll be spit out of the clea and go into Israel's food. So he's got a kosher. So Mikhail Yisrael, who wants, to, who wants to use the clea of a guy, he has to make it kosher, he has to kosher it. Like the Mishnah will explain. Um, however, aside for Heksher Kalem, of koshering the clea of the guy, you also, uh, you also need is if the Israel purchases from the guy a clea, you also have to be tabula in the mikvah. A mikvah of Arba Amsa, 40 sacks. After you make it kosher, you've koshered it from it being treif. Now you have to dip it in the mikvah. Like we'll explain. We have even brand new kalim that you're buying from a guy that they're not treif. They've never been used before. Nevertheless, even though they don't need to be koshered because of it being treif, because it's not treif, it's brand new, they still have to be dipped in the mikvah to become table, to become uh, usable for Israel. On the Mishatinu, in a second, the Mishat's not going to be focusing on the Tvilas kalim that you buy from a guy. Rather, it's going to be focusing on Heksha Kalim and Kashri Kalim that you get from a guy. Says the Mishnah, Mishnah Yud Beis. Halkeach Klitashrish Min Hagai. The Israel who purchases from a guy a Kli that was used for the Suda for the meal. So you know the guy used it for tray food. As Shadakilah Hatbil, the Kli that the normal use for it is with cold, and they use it with cold water, these Gayim, like a, like a glass or a cup. So then Yatbil, all you have to do when you uh, buy it. Is, is, you know, rinse it in water, and that'll kosher it. That's what the Meiri explains. Other Rav will explain that the Kliya royally tar b'tvila, b'alvad, v'inetzav tikan acher, k'in klita shmishal yitzonin, if it's a kli, which is just used for cold, like a glass cup, then all you gotta do is just dip it in the mikvah. And that, v'tvila say, the dip in the mikvah, matira say, well, well, matira, that's Rashi in the Bartanura. Okay, two different ways to learn this. Eshadaki l'hagil, now a kli with derech is to, it's used for boiling hot substances, like a pot, metal pot, used for chicken soup. So yagel, you've got to put in a boiling pot of water to kosher, the mayim roskin, the hainusha machas, you put the kli into a gigantic, you know, dud, into some kind of cistern or a big pot of boiling water in order to kosher it. You leave it there for, for a moment and you kosher it. However, first you have to clean it out. Clean out the pot, rub it and clean it from any kind of schmutz or any kind of, you know, rust. And then go ahead and kosher it. And who would then And even a kli that you're just rinsing off. So after shasha first, you have to clean it really well, and then you rinse it, and you're okay in order to remove any kind of substances that are stuck on the kli. And now a kli which is lalabin ba'or. If you have a kli that's used in fire, lalabin ba'or, then you have to use it in fire to kosher it. So, for example, if they had a spit that they used on the grill, in order for you to kosher, you'd have to also do libun and take a blowtorch and blowtorch this spit in order to make it kosher. The guy in a spit, they've used to roast meat, 
uh, or v'ha'askala, or some kind of reshesh matachas, a metal net, that they would roast meat on it. Malabdan ba'or, you have to do leave with a scorcher with a blowtorch in order to kasher it. And all this is learned out uh, by Klei Midyan, in by Midbar, in Paraklam and Aleph, where it says, Kaldavar sheyava be'esh ta'aviru be'esh, Kala shalo yava be'esh ta'aviru be'mayim. So we learn that from here, She'en akasim ta'aviru ta'arasim mitigu le'goyim, so we're talking about kashering kalim that you get from a guy, and the pirish of the pasuk is the same way which it's used is the same way you kasher it. If it's used for hagala, then put it in hagala to kasher it. If it's used for fire, put it in fire to kasher it, etc. Umasha to shmishu aydetsli yiladim ba'ar. Like we explain, okay. Avasha lo yavo beish, but something which is not used in fire. So for example, something that was used just in cold, like a, like a glass cup. Then Tarubimayim, just give it a rinse, and that would suffice. And Rashi explains, Matbila um, Vidayai. Yeah, okay, the Gemara explains, Vikul Mimi Beitubim Shatim earlier. Either give it a rinse, or actually dip it in the mikvah. So it's the same, we go with both those Shatim over here as well. This is an explanation of what we said earlier. But the mission does conclude that the Kulan, so you can see that everything here has to be titled. Meaning, Bein Achar Hadacha, Bein Achar Ga'ala, Bein Achar Haliban, whether you capture something by rinsing it. Or by doing hagala, putting in boiling water, or by doing liban, blow torching it. Whatever the case was, once you cash it from the shmutz, from the trefus of the of the guy, you have to still table it in the mikvah. Shekasev, where it says, "Kol davar sheyava be'ish tavir be'ish v'taher." What's the v'taher? Pesach's coming to add the word v'taher to tell you a different different tahara, the tahara of putting in the mikvah, and it says, "Ach b'meni di yischata." So mayim should need the same water that a nidah would use to to be matar herself. We use over here, which is a mikvah of 40 sa. So one concept is kashering it from the traceness of the guy, so it doesn't go into your food. And then afterwards, you have to dip it in mikvah and be it through tefillah. And the Mishnah concludes, hasakin, if you buy a knife from a guy, shafa, you can rub it with like some kind of sharpener, and that when you rub it and sharpen it, that'll kasher it. And the Gemara explains, noyatza, you could, you could stick it into the ground 10 times, into karka kosher, into hard ground, That'll be like sharpening it and getting rid of the shmutz and making it kosher. V'hi tahira, v'ksher heel and be kosher lechal baton to use it for um, cold items. Av lechal bacham, but use it for hot items. Tzricha he liban, it would require um, liban. Okay, with that we conclude parak hey, Mishnah yud beiz, and salak masechta avodah zara mazel tov.